Welcome to episode seven of Land the Plane podcast. Hey, Destin. What? What? De- Destin, dude, what? we're recording. Oh, are we really? Yeah. Uh, let me put my phone down. Yes, please, Dave. Another edition of Land the Plane Podcast. Hey, my name's Dustin. I'm Jonathan. And we're so glad you're joining us across the podcast airwaves. I mean, what do you call them? I don't even know what you call them, Jonathan. They're not airways. Is it the... Is the sure. Deep? Sure they are. Sure they are. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Yeah. Because, so. I mean, they've got to go from a speaker to their ear and they cross the air. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Hey y'all! Thanks for listening. It is is late when we're recording this. Yes, it it's, is. It's really late for us. It might be early for a few of you, so we're not going to tell you exactly what time it is. But it is late for us. So if we get a little weird, a little goofy, uh, we apologize, but not really. And uh, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, it's been busy. We've both been pretty busy, and then trying to find times to squeeze in these podcasts. It can be difficult at times, but we want to do it. We love doing it. We love talking with y'all. We love hearing back from y'all. And so um, we especially love hearing back from you. Yes, exactly, exactly. So even though it's late, we're gonna we're gonna give this a shot. But uh, Jonathan, what have you been busy doing, dude? I've been busy doing all kinds of stuff. Last couple of weeks ago was prom, so my my oldest girl had prom, and then we had Ooh. a bunch of people over to the house uh, for like an after prom party because we're so cool. <laughs> not, not really, but anyway. Um, and then, uh, actually, last night, we went to see The Lion King. The, the circle uh, of life. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. It was maybe a different version of The Lion King than what that was. Anyway, so it was the, the Lion King tour that's in Little Rock right now. Yeah. And back at Christmas, we actually bought our um, one of our kids' tickets to The Lion King for her and then me and, me and my wife. So we went. Last night, and I, actually, I have something pretty funny happened. So we, we, we were in line to get through security, and they had like a metal detector, and they were looking through bags and stuff like that. Oh, and man. it was raining, and we had one little bitty umbrella, so we were kind of shoved under this canopy kind of thing. So the guy in front of me, I hear him ask one of the people that work there about um, pocket knives. Like if they would let them in, and she was like, "No, they're, they're, no knives are allowed at all." Yeah, because you had to like empty your pockets and all that. Yeah, kind of stuff. you know, you had to do do that kind of thing. So I hear that, I'm like, "Oh man, so I've got my pocket knife." And it, and I, I got this pocket knife for Christmas. It's one of the interchangeable, like where you can swap out the blades, and it's basically razor blade kind of knife. And I just I love this pocket knife. And uh, the lady was like, well, you can leave it with security person there, but, you know, might not be there when you get back, and they might not be there, you know, all these kind of things. So I'm just going, what am I going to do? So I'm looking around, and we're standing next to kind of a, a little drive-around area where people can pull in and drop people off. And there were there was, like, landscaping, and there was these four-foot, like, Four, four, four and a half foot tall concrete, um, just, 
I don't know, pots or whatever with some shrubbery in the top of them. There were several of those. Shrubbery. Shrubbery. What a good word. So I thought, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to take my knife and go over there and put it in one of these pots, you know, kind of bury it under the whole thing. And you know, when we come back out, I'll just grab it. There's no, I mean, it's raining outside. There's not, I mean, no way anybody's going to walk around. I wonder what's in this pot, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. So I went over there. Kind of put it in there, stood there for another minute just so I didn't didn't look too obvious, and then kind of walked back over, got <laughs> What's in line. What's that guy doing? Yeah. Hiding contraband. <laughs> exactly. You know, just <laughs> blow us up, bomb. So went, got in line. We went in, enjoyed the show. It was a great show. Coming back out, still raining. And, you know, it's like, hey, I got to go get my pocket knife. So we walked out the same way, and... I kind of turned away from them to go over toward the, the 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 big pot, the concrete thing there. And as I was walking over through there, there was another guy that was kind of walking sort of in front of me a little bit. And I was like, well, I'll slow down because, you know, it looks awkward when somebody just walks up and sticks their hand under the shrubbery <laughs> in this, I mean, you know. And so I kind of start slowing down a little bit so he can kind of get on in front of me and, and he kind of starts slowing down. And I notice like we're walking toward the same area and I'm like, man, I got, I kind of got to get rid of this guy, you know, somehow. Were you getting nervous? Like, uh, you know? And so we walk over and he, he ends up going and standing next to the same big <laughs> pot of shrubbery. And it's, I, it's still raining, and right? It's still, yeah, it's still raining. So nobody's just wanting to stand around, you so, know. So two grown men standing next to shrubbery. Next to this big this <laughs> big concrete pot. And all of a sudden, he sticks his hand into the pot, like exactly where my knife is. And so I think, man, now he's going to find my knife. So I shove my hand in there <laughs> where the knife is. <laughs> And, and like reach around and grab my knife. And about that time I pull my hand up, he pulls his hand out and he's holding an, another pocket knife. <laughs> so I was like, dude, did you hide your pocket knife? And he was like, yeah, man, I'm, I can't give up my pocket knife. <laughs> so we had both hidden our pocket knives in the same shrubbery, like on the same corner of the big pot. Within oh like six inches of each other. That's crazy. I mean, what a you know? I feel like we kind of bonded. Did you, I mean? Did a little you bit like there. talk for a while? <laughs> no, because I mean it was raining, so we were both like, hey, "Pocket knife, gotta go." <laughs> you know. <laughs> and now there's some other guy telling the same exact story, just yeah, from the God, opposite I mean, side what of the is shrubbery. The, I mean, because what <laughs> the opposite side of the shrubbery? But I mean, what are the odds of two different people? Thinking, I'm going to hide my pocket knife. <laughs> Just think about in that big pot. Oh and, man, that's good and, stuff. And then we come back out and and meet up at the same time. I'm just glad, like we did meet up at the same time, because he could have gotten, I guess, two knives if he'd. Right. It'd been really weird if I'd stuck my hand in there and pulled out the wrong knife. <laughs> like, Whoa. What, what, if <laughs> what you did this bush out? do to my knife? <laughs> what if you both pulled out the wrong one and you just looked at each other? And then just slowly, slowly swap knives. <laughs> hey, land the plane podcast. Not only hopefully do you get some good advice, but you get some life hacks if you ever yeah. go and you need to temporarily yeah, you, hide a knife, yeah. find some shrubbery. If you're, in the, if you're in the Little Rock area and you and you happen to go to the Robinson Theater, <laughs> there is a big pot 
sitting there that you can hide your knives in? Uh, probably the director of security for Robinson is for some reason listening to this. Yeah. And those shrubberies are gone. Yeah, probably. They're, <laughs> they're being hauled off tomorrow. Or if you're ever at the Robinson during the show, you might just want to check out the pots to see what you find. What you find, yeah. It's a good yeah. point. Good yeah. point. A little treasure hunt. <laughs> All right, Jonathan. Well, I don't know if we're going to beat that story tonight, but hey, we're, we're going to give it a shot. <laughs> Um, we're going to do, do something a little, not almost, I always want to say do something a little different, but we're not really doing anything different. We're going to talk about a topic tonight and we're going to discuss something, but this one is a little bit different because it is coming from one of our podcast listeners. That's right. We've told y'all that you, you meant, you said it, we heard it. Right. We're going to talk about it. You said, if y'all had questions, y'all want topics to talk about, send it to us through our email or on social media or something and that's what's happened so we grab that topic and we're going to talk about tonight and uh, this topic actually comes from bonita so bonita thank you for sending this in and that's right um i hope you don't give up on us by the time this is over hope we uh, <laughs> we help you out a little bit uh but this is what she sent in to us and this was on facebook so i, I didn't have a problem saying her name and, and sharing this but she says, I'd love to hear uh, you guys talk about your thoughts on how technology affects relationships with spouses, children, family, friends, strangers. Remember the day when people would be sitting in a coffee shop and actually talk with others and read the newspaper? Well, as a non coffee I don't know about drinker, that whole would read the newspaper bit, but. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a non-coffee drinker, so I don't know what that's like, but. I like talking to folks. It's it's good. You don't see it as much. And so tonight, uh, we're going to jump on this topic and address some of this stuff. And And I think there's one broad thing that we kind of need to narrow down a little bit. And what it is is, you know, we think about electronics, we think about phones, and we think about taking away our attention from other things. Um, and I think one big part of that, you know, there's games on there. People can watch Netflix, whatever. Uh, they can do work, check emails, but social media is a big part of that, you know, drawing your attention to it. So we're just going to kind of hit on all that a little bit tonight and and talk about it and give you some thoughts and share some things. And so that's what we're going to do. Now, I'm going to I am going to say this. Say it right off the bat. If we're if we're talking about social media and that kind of thing and, and we mention anything negative about social media, I'm sure we're going to have some people saying you bunch of hypocrites because. You're using social media. I mean, that's that's right. that's a way that we. That's like the the biggest way, almost the only way that we send out information about the podcast. I'm on there personally. You're on there personally. We both we work the podcast. We have a Facebook page, page for yeah. the for land the plane for the land the plane. Yeah, so we use it, and that really kind of leads us to our first question because it's easy to say hypocrites, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and we're not here to call you out um, either. But first question we need to ask ourselves, Jonathan, is social media, is it a bad thing? Is, is using electronics, is it inherently bad? What do you think? I'm going to go with no on that simply because I, it's a tool. It's a thing. Um, things can't be, I don't believe they can be good or bad because you can use things for good or bad. I mean, I could say is enough bad speaking of pocket knives <laughs> it's a knife bad well yeah you can kill somebody with it but doctors also use knives to heal people every day right. so it's i think social media is just a tool um it's a thing electronics phones all these things are things and they can be abused but they can also be used 
just how you use them. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I agree with you totally. I don't think there's anything wrong with you being on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with you wanting to communicate with old friends or family or share pictures. I don't need to know every time you go to the bathroom, but hey, yeah, <laughs> there is there is value to it. Um, there is value to being on there. There's 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 fun to be had. There's information that you can get right at your fingertips. Sometimes you know, a, a great thing to follow is maybe you're you maybe you have a child and they go to school and your school has a Facebook page. It's a way to keep up. You know, they put information yeah. out there to the masses instead of having to worry about individual phone calls or checking emails. I mean. There is a great, a lot of value to it, a lot of things that it does give us in life, you know? Yeah. Um, so, no, social media is not bad. I don't, I don't think. It's no, not, it's not inherently bad. No. But. So, but. But. <laughs> but. There's the big but. We know it can go down some bad roads. Yeah. It and can what, lead you some places. Like, like let's, let's talk about those. What do you think? Yeah. Well, you know, I got to think of myself individually. Uh, let's start there. Where where we talk about our individual impact by using our phones, having social media, all that stuff. Where does it put you? What what's the challenges that it gives you as an individual? This isn't your spouse. This isn't your kids. This is just you. Okay. What does it do to you? I think in some ways it can be. Um, I, I think some ways it can be a kind of addictive. Um, because it's it, just like so many other substances or things that can be addictive. They have that, I think they have that quality of kind of pulling you out of reality a little bit and kind of, you know, I mean, a lot of people will drink to get drunk because they, you know, they want to escape their reality. And I think sometimes social media can be that where we look at, you know, this is going on for this person and these people are over here and these people are doing this and, and we can kind of, um, it's almost like we're experiencing life through them, like vicariously through other people. Yeah. It's like if they're enjoying the beach, then we're somehow kind of enjoying it with them or something. So Our it's life's kind not of a, quite as good or something. I mean, I'm I'm going off a wrong, different path than you're, you're talking about right now. But yeah, I think that's where it leads, though. Yeah. I think the the addictive qualities of it are kind of an escape type thing. You're looking at all these things. You're looking at all these pictures. In fact, today I was having a conversation with someone who who's given up Instagram because they felt like they just got sucked into it and they would just spend so much time on Instagram, you know, looking at different things, looking at this, looking at that. Instead of spending time with, with like actual people. Right. And they, they ended up just, they just canceled their, I think they canceled their account or just dropped it. Yeah. So yeah, I think it can have some addictive qualities and I think it can have some, you know, that, that whole idea that, that your life is somehow not as good as other people's lives because you're not doing this, you're not doing that. You're not going here. You're not going there. Maybe you're not getting invited to things. Um, and you know, I want to add to that a little bit because it's not only just a, you know, Facebook is, is a lot about your friends, family. I feel like more, uh, but when you get into Twitter and Instagram and some of these other ones, you start connecting with celebrities, people that have a lot more money with you. And you almost feel like you have this personal friendship with them (laughs) and this idea of you're going to try to keep up with them or, or seeing the life they're living or, you know, being on these 
high dollar resorts, vacations, private jets. And it's like, so now it even adds that element to it of, of now I'm looking at my life and I'm comparing it to somebody that I, I really don't even have any business to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's so interesting how, and I've seen this happen many times, like somebody will, you know, they'll take a selfie to post and I mean, they may take like 20 selfies cause they have to make it just look just right, you know? And, or they're, they're taking a selfie of exactly what they're doing and all these kind of things. And I mean, you know, let's face it, a picture can, can be manipulated to look so much better than what it really is. Right. You know, you, sure. your, your whole world could be falling around, falling down around you, but you can take this one little selfie picture, you know, or what you're doing right there. And, and everybody's like, Oh, that's a, you know, they're doing so much, so many things and they're so happy. They're so, I wish you could, I wish I could have their life. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Because you're seeing the absolute best Absolute, that yes. they have to offer. And you're also seeing, you're not seeing real life. I mean, there's right. time. There's times you are. Again, we're not talking in absolutes either way. Yeah. But uh, but for the most part, you're seeing the best of the best of what they have or what they're offering or what their life is or they're, they're adding to it. And, and especially when you get beyond your closer family and friends and start seeing some of these celebrities and stuff, it really gets... It gets overwhelming at times, but it gets exciting. It makes you feel like you're a part of it, and, and it, can, it can pull you in. Yeah. Um, I know for me, when it, when it comes to me individually and my social media, it's like I never really felt like Facebook had me too much. Uh, Twitter can get the best of me at times. <laughs> I don't know if, if you have, have one, Jonathan, that gets you, but Twitter can get me because I, I just it's like so much information. And, you know, I don't really follow celebrities and stuff like that. I, I more follow what I what I want to call you is useful stuff, <laughs> but it's really not. But so I start following those and it's like, if I get bored for a few minutes, it's like, well, let's see what's going on out there. Maybe there's something interesting happened that I want to know about or need to know about. Yeah. And so I can find myself checking that way more than I really need to pulling my focus from other stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's where we get uh, a little bit is, you know, when I, and I'm thinking about individually, there's, there's some, there's some words and I mean, you, we've talked about this a little bit before this podcast, you know, trying to figure some of this stuff out, but a word that always come back to me is your self-worth. Um, if you're going on your phone, if you're going on social media and you're going, you know, even when you're in a public setting, instead of engaging with people around you, instead of engaging with those close to you, and you're going on there and you're trying to find your value, your self-worth on there, then I think that's where you can get in trouble. To feel validated for the way you feel or for, to feel validated that you're not... I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I, that's why I feel like it gets to individually yeah. at times. And I think that can especially be the case. You know, when I was a kid, I would have friends that would have other friends over I probably never know about it, you know. Yeah. Or you know, some friends go take a trip somewhere. Okay. Well, whatever. I don't even know about it. But now we know, like what everybody's doing all the time, and and honestly, I think some posts, some people post what they're doing just as a as a way to rub other people's face in it. You know? Oh, sure. Yeah. So you, that you get that sure. whole you get that whole thing. Look what I'm doing, and you're not. You know, and, and so it's. It's just a, I think it's a faster, um, 
kind of a faster road to those, some of those kind of things, you know, some, some jealousy, some feelings of, you know, well, they've got so much going on and I don't, or, or what, you know, all those kind of things, but it's just, it's, it's garbage, (laughs) honestly. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just nonsense because, um, everybody's life is not rose colored and, and all those kind of things, but yet things that we're going to put out there, it's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, none of us really just wake up in the morning and, you know, I'm not going to wake up in the morning and take a selfie before I get out of bed. And, and you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm just not, I don't take selfies anyway. Generally, <laughs> I was just trying to I picture you. With, um, we'll go follow your Instagram. Send yeah. I will or... with like police officers and things like that. When I tell them, thanks for surfing, but that's about it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think that whole idea of showing, the best of the best and, and pawning it off as being normal is mm-hmm. not, is where I think it gets, it gets more people. And again, we want to stress that, that we're not saying that interactions on social media themselves, is just, it's just a bad thing. You should never right. do it. No, we do it. You're going to do it. It, we can have a good time doing it. You can learn a lot. You can do it stuff, but don't let it take away from the value of other things in your life. Yeah, just to draw, and, and don't take, don't let allow social media to actually isolate you from actually being social, from right. real one on one like human interaction. Right. Um, right. Last night at the at the play, as soon like during intermission, it was like every phone in the whole place came out, and everybody was just. On their phone immediately, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, there's people around you strike up a conversation about what you're looking at, yeah, you know, and what you, what you just saw. So, and see, I would be guilty of that because I'm right. a very, like, I can talk to a crowd when you want me to, I can get on this thing and talk, but like put me in a group room of people. I'm fine just standing in the corner. Yeah, but even just talking know? to your, like, talk with whoever you came yeah, with. You're usually there with somebody. Somebody. <laughs> Most of the time, you know? you're there with somebody. Okay, so we've talked about that a little bit. Um, let's talk about the relationship with a spouse or significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend. I mean, that yeah. relationship of you and somebody else. How can um, the phone, the social media, all that stuff get in the way of that? Well, there's nothing that I like better than when I'm having a one-on-one conversation with anybody, than when they, in the middle of the conversation, they look at their phone. Right. And, so, I mean, that's... What if somebody else walked into the room and you were in the middle of a conversation and they just walked up to you and started talking? We'd say that's rude. Mm-hmm. You know, you're interrupting. It took a long, long time to train my kids not to interrupt, you know? But... Isn't that what we're doing if somebody's talking to us and we just look at our phone, get our phone, start going through it or whatever? No, I'm listening. Are are you really? I don't, I don't think you are because you're not looking at me. You know, and, and, and I'm not saying that that I'm not guilty of this. I am. Honestly, yeah. in some ways, I didn't want to even do this podcast because <laughs> I was like, gone, this is going to be too convicting. Right. You know? Sure, yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think... Um, if somebody doesn't have your, if, if you're not giving somebody your, their, your undivided attention, then you're just not paying them any attention, Mm -hmm. you know, basically. And, and 
you know, hey, there's emergencies. Sometimes we take for granted the relationship we have with our spouse or, or whoever because they're there, you know. Mm-hmm. In, in most situations, they're there. You you go sleep next to them every night. They're around. So you almost just think they get it. Like they understand that you're not really ignoring them or you're not trying to hurt their feelings. But the truth is, is if you're in a conversation with anybody and the phone beeps, especially if it's a text, because, you know, I seem to think in today's age, texts have gotten very important. They're more important a lot of times than, than phone calls. It's like if somebody in my family passes away, I still expect a phone call, not a text. But I, in today's world, it's become more likely you get a text. Yeah. <laughs> and But what happens is if, if I'm sitting here talking to my wife and we're trying to have a conversation and my phone makes a noise and I look down at it and get involved with that, I'm telling my wife that that's more important to me at right. that moment. And it may not be, it may not be, but perception, oh, I've been talking to my kids about perception so much (laughs) because it's not necessarily what you're really doing, but how do others perceive it? Yeah. And And perception in, in some, in so many ways, perception is reality. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. But how would we feel if we were talking to our spouse and some, somebody just walked into the room and you just immediately stopped the conversation with your spouse and started talking to them? Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't do that, Mm-mm. but yet we'll do it on the phone. And I think it's because we we equate a text with something really quick, and it's just like, oh, this will just take a second. So even if I don't give you my attention right just for these few 10 seconds, it's no big deal. Yeah, kind of is. Yeah. You know, I'd never, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was uh, I was at a store the other day, um, and I was talking to my brother on the phone, and we we're just having a casual conversation. One of my kids were with me, and it, it was a, a valuable conversation. I mean, it wasn't like we were just like just sitting there hearing each other breathe or anything. I mean, there was something we were talking about, <laughs> and I got to the checkout line, and I was still on my phone, and like she was ringing up my stuff, and I got convicted, man. I just yeah. I said, you know what, I gotta go, and and I I'm in line. I'm being rude. And I hung up and I apologized to that lady there because I was being rude to her. I was saying that even though you're here face-to-face with me, we may not know each other, but I am saying that this phone call, that's about nothing nothing earth-shattering, nothing earth-shattering you yeah. know, no emergency. I'm saying that's more important than my face-to-face yeah. contact with you because I'm in a customer service job. And I can't stand it when that when that happens yeah. when I'm trying to work with somebody. And we and I've I've told my kids. I don't know that I've taught them, <laughs> but I've, there is a I've difference. many, 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 many times, you know, told my kids that the people who are in the room with you are more important than the people on the phone. Yeah. Um, so, uh, to add, just thinking about this, this spouse thing and just overall, we know that being connected to so many people can be a breeding ground for um, inappropriate relationships to build. Yeah. yeah. Um, relationships where um, you may be spending more time with somebody else than compared to your spouse. Or maybe you're comparing that, um, that uh, very shallow social media relationship mm-hmm. and comparing it to the deep long-term relationship you have with your spouse. And, yeah. Cause they're and, easy. Yeah. And it may seem greener, <laughs> grass may seem greener on that other side. Right. And so um, as much as, as it can be a value, 
um, when it comes to your spouse and that relationship or whatever it is, you have to put protection around you. Yeah. You have to and, and I'll just go yourself. ahead and I'll just go ahead and throw this one out there. If you're, if you're married and you are friends with, uh, like if you're divorced and you're friends with your ex, yeah, just go ahead and dump that. Yeah, probably. I'm just going to go ahead and, and if it's like a, you, you have to be friends with them because of like kids involved or something like that, let your, let your new person be friends with them. Not you. Yeah. Um, even to the point of like old girlfriends. No, you, you got no business being on social media with old girlfriends, mm-hmm. old boyfriends, things yeah. like that. No, there's too many feelings attached. It's too easy. Um, so just, just don't do it. Yeah. And if you end up in a conversation with somebody that you would not have in front of your spouse, stop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just quit. Yeah, don't um, pass go, don't yeah, collect $200. Just, just be done because um, it can lead you down a path. And we can't not talk about this without bringing that up, you know. And yeah. and I hate it because I've seen it. Yeah. And, um, well, and it goes, it goes to the same reason why uh, so many, um, especially young people, end up sharing pictures and things like that. Um, and, and showing others through pictures things that they would never dream about showing them face to face. There is a a courage, um, and that's a terrible word to use, but I can't think of another one right now. That there's this false courage and bravery that gets built up when you're not face to face when it's across a, a screen. Um, and, and you may have heard of the the term screen warrior or a keyboard warrior. Uh, that's somebody that loves to pick fights over, you know, social media of some sort, you know, they're on Facebook and they just rant and rave at people and all that kind of stuff. They would never say some of those things face to face because they'd be afraid of, you know, getting beat up or something. But behind a screen, you know, you kind of, you know, you, 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 raise your ability to do that for some reason. And I think that same type thing is what happens even with sharing feelings, sharing pictures, sharing all these kind of things that are, that are very personal, but because it's a screen, it creates this impersonality, you know, this, this kind of weird um, sense that it's not real, you know, so we'll do a lot more across the across the screens than we ever would face to face, and it's it's something that you hear of all the time, and it, it's it's land of regret right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So just you you got to put the brakes on when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, you bet. And you know, and there's probably some of you out there listening right now. They're going, hey. I agree with these two guys. They they're they're on the same page as I am. And there's some of you that are like, "Oh no, you need to disconnect completely right now. Just throw the phone out the back door," you know. And then there's some of you that's like, "What what's so wrong with what what we're doing?" Hey, yeah. we're just trying to tell you what we've seen, what we learned, what we experienced. And so now we want to pull the whole family into this. I mean, we talked about ourselves a little bit. We talked about spouses. Now you got to bring your kids into the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, um, when it when it comes to kids, and we're not even talking. I'm not. Even, uh, we could we could spend a whole show talking about 
when you should even allow your children on oh, social yeah. media. Age-wise and that yeah, kind of thing. And, and well, what, here, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw this one out. It's illegal for them to be on most social media networks if they're under the age of 13. Because, yeah, there's there's laws around um, if if the network that you're on shares certain information, then you have to be 13 years old for them to be able to have permission to share that information. And Mm. they will flat out tell you, you can't be on our networks unless you're at least 13 years old. So, parents, here's the deal. If you're allowing your kids to sign up for Facebook and they're less than 13 years old, you're teaching them that lying is okay. So when the next time that they lie to you, do not punish them because you just told them lying is okay. Mm. So there's, I mean, that's, that's an easy one. Yeah. So parents, if you want an out, like if your kid's just begging and screaming and they're like 11 to get on all these social networks, just tell them no, it's illegal because yeah. I'd have to lie for you to be able to be on it. I'm not going to lie. And if I did, then I'm, I'm breaking the rules here. I'm breaking contracts. So they just can't do it. Yeah. And that's great. I didn't even thought about that point. And so that's good knowledge to know and, and, a, and a way out for your parents. But let's also keep going down the road of we know there's all these dangers for kids. There's all these, there's cyberbullying, there's predators. I mean, we can just go through a whole list of things why you, you shouldn't let your kid on it. But tonight, let's, let's look at it from the angle of your relationship with your child. How right. is it affected by phones, social media? Those types of things. Yeah. You know, a lot saw, of kids got them, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but what's funny is that I saw a, in, in kind of getting ready for this, I saw an, a survey that a group had done that said, like, it was like 87 or 88% of kids that they talked to said that they wished their parents would be on their phones less. Right. And I, I was like, Whoa. Which that, you that think it'd be not, not be that number. Right. Yeah. Because where it's like kids are always on their phone, so they don't think it's a big deal. But they do. They see how much we as their parents are on our phones and not paying attention to them. Right. The truth is, is kids, I, I believe this 100%. You, you may not agree with me, but kids want structure. They want uh, consistency. And they want relationships with their parents. I, I yeah. really believe it may not be a good relationship at times with your kids, but I still believe they desire to have a relationship with their parents and they want to be good and they're willing to work at it. But, you know, it's a definitely a two way street. Absolutely. But that, that number you just gave about the kids wanting their parents to get off the phone, it's just truth. I mean, it's, it's, oh, you know, the same thing we talked about with the spouse. Um, if you get on there and, uh, you know, I, I, you've worked in youth ministry. I work in youth ministry right now, and you know how it is. It's like, you know, even my my oldest son is in there with us, and I'm like, sometimes at church, man, I got to pour into these other kids too. That's what I'm there for, you know. Um, so you got to understand that. But like when we go home, you know, I got to make sure I'm not pouring into them, forgetting about him, or mm-hmm. or pouring into this, or pouring into that, or worrying about what who who is or whoever is doing something on Facebook, or did I like a tweet, or did I see the latest selfies on Instagram, all those types of things we can just go through. And anytime we're doing that, we're taking it away from our kid. But here's here's one of the things I think that gets in the way, Jonathan. You can tell me if I'm wrong. What happens is, is we get in a setting and we're going to spend time together as a family and we put on something to watch on TV. I may not necessarily like it, but I'm in the room with my kids. 
So I just disengage because I'm not really enjoying maybe what we're watching. Maybe the movie's too young for me. <laughs> you know, maybe they're playing a game that's not my turn. So I just slip back to my phone and see what's going on because it's about what I'm interested in yeah. right at that moment. And that's that's tough. Yeah. I think what you just, just described, if we, if we pulled electronics out of it and we just did, said... Some people were doing something that I didn't necessarily enjoy. So any chance that I could, I would do something else. I mean, like when my kids were real young and they would they would come to me and tell me that kind of thing is going on, you know, with, with kids that are over their share, you know, toys that are not playing the game I want to play. So I, I would just label that being selfish. Mm-hmm. But somehow... In the kind of what you just described, it doesn't feel selfish, but if we relabel things and then look at the same situation, but without electronic labels and we, you know, we're like choosing games or whatever, that kind of thing, then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you're just being selfish. Ow. Because that's where it, it boils stinks. down to. Yeah, I mean, it does. <laughs> but that's what it boils down to. And, and again, be, don't, don't start calling us hypocrites uh, because... We're we're on the same boat. Yeah, you know? we're in this. Too. We're in the same boat. So, um, uh, you just gotta. And the bad thing is, is our families will listen to this and then call us out for no, not no. doing. Maybe they won't listen. <laughs> but you you gotta be just be mindful of of when you're investing in your children, invest in them. You yeah. may only have thirty minutes a day of true time to invest in your children between work, between school, between activities. You're lucky if you get thirty quality minutes a day. Don't 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 put them away with your phone. Yeah. So let's talk about that because um, we don't want to keep it on here all, all forever here. But let's let's give some practical ways, Jonathan. Some practical ways when it comes to social media or electronics that can help out. You got any you like to throw out there? Yeah, I mean we we try to when we're around the dinner table, we kind of put the phones down. It's a and big it, one for it's us too. Even, yeah. You know, and I and I think we may have to start putting them away, like even away from the table, because like during dinner is no big deal. But kind of if we're done and we're just kind of sitting around talking, then it's easy if the phone buzzes. You know, it doesn't even have to be a text; it could just be and like an email alert, or you know, somebody just replied to your Facebook comment or whatever. But your phone just buzz, you know, and yeah. and it's real easy just to take it and kind of look at it. And then all of a sudden, bam, you're, you're sucked into it. And you may think, oh, I'm just going to do this one real one click, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm done. But like we said earlier, it's just like another person walking into the room and we're giving them their atten- our attention instead of somebody else. Yeah. So I think we're actually going to, I may start just when we're sitting down at the dinner table, phones go across the room somewhere. Yeah, I've heard. Put them in um, a basket. Yeah, you know, I was going to say that. that I've heard thing. somebody that said they, they had a policy of whenever they are specifically planning family time, like dinner or a movie or game night or, you know, doing stuff, they have a box and that's mm-hmm. the phone box. And they go, everybody puts their phones in it, puts the lid on it, sets it over in the corner. And you're yeah. not allowed to go to it during that time. Yeah. You know, um, and, and I know it's easy to go, well, what if there's an emergency? I know it's easy to go there, but. Yeah. My, and I. I tell people if it's an emergency, just keep calling. Yeah. 
if the box keeps I mean, ringing, yeah, if the box keeps minutes. ringing for for thirty minutes straight or something, yeah, you know, that's dumb. But yeah. is if my phone rings and then immediately starts ringing again and then immediately starts ringing again, I'm I'm going to answer it. But let's not plan our lives around the emergencies that may never happen. Exactly. I mean, you know, exactly. Um, so that's a great great practical thing I've heard about bedtimes for phones. You know, there's no yes. reason to take it to bed with you. Um, yeah. You know, I understand you may want it by your bed in case something calls because a lot of us don't have home phones or anything like that or it's your alarm clock. Mine's an alarm clock. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. We're not saying to... It's caused know. many broken screens as it goes <laughs> flying across the room. It's understandable. <laughs> that's why I don't use mine for an Just alarm kidding. clock. Um, but, you know, give it a bedtime. You know, some of the only quiet times me and my wife have is getting into bed not because we're tired and it's just like... Okay, okay, no, no, not go that way. But it's just like you finally get the kids to bed, you can lay in bed and just breathe. You know, you just said kids to bed, didn't you? Okay, never mind. I've got kids, I got a lot of kids, yes, (laughs) but and you can just go. I thought you said kiss the bed. Oh, not kids, kids um... to bed, (laughs) but you know, and it may be the only time you have to talk to your spouse. You know, just alone. So don't don't bring the phone. Don't make it the priority. Make make them the priority. And then hey, I'm I'm preaching to myself. You know, yeah, care. Me, me I'm, too. I'm listening to myself. All right. Um, car time, I think, is another one. Car time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what other times do you have your kids hostage? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, talk to them. So talk mm-hmm. to your kids. Yeah. Um, and it, it's so easy to to use phones, especially with younger kids, as babysitters and that kind of thing. And uh, hey, been there, done that, and sometimes still. You know, driving somewhere and I just want to be in my own little world, it's easy to do that in the car. They're all zoned out in the car, you know, whatever. And it just, it's easy. But, you know, generally nothing that's easy is necessarily good. Yeah. So. If your whole family has phones, have a group chat, you know, where it's just, I mean, it's your whole family. I mean, so when you're apart. You're talking as a family, yeah. not just one person to one person. Put everybody in there yeah. and just talk as a family. Uh, but the biggest one, the last one I got, Jonathan, you've got any more, you throw it in there, but is tell yourself no. I mean, it's okay. You don't have to answer that phone call. You don't have to respond to that text right now. You don't have to like that picture. Um, if somebody gets their feelings hurt because you didn't like their picture fast enough, I'm sorry. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta work something out, you yeah. know? And if you're getting your feelings hurt because other people didn't like your picture Right. Then you've probably gone too far, too. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I, we know it's hard. You yeah. know, you're trying to put a podcast out there and get people to listen because you think it'll help. Yeah. And you don't get as many listens or something as you want. It's hard. You know, yeah. you take a hit. Yeah. We, I mean, and and that's the thing is we, we use social media mm-hmm. and we, you know, we try to do things that, that kind of help you <laughs> share things and, you know. So, I mean, we try to almost manipulate the system at times yeah. to, you know, to, to get this out in front of people because it's, it is, it's difficult. Um, nowadays, there's so much communication, so many things that are kind of trying to grab your attention that it's, it's hard to let folks know, even though, even like listeners who listen all the time, we may have a, a podcast out for a while and, and they don't even know it right. because they've, they've not seen it. So, yeah, I mean, we use, we use electronics, we use phones, we use all those kind of things. It's not bad, but we can allow it to get that way. Yeah. So just be willing to tell yourself no. Put it down. Self-discipline. Yeah. It's just it's just so important. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> there you go. 
All right, Jonathan, I think we got to land this plane. Land so, it. Um, what I want to tell y'all is this. Social media, it can be great. You yeah. know, it can have it can have fun. Uh, you can keep up with your family and friends. You can share pictures, you know. I just saw a little, my cousin just had a baby, and I got to see it. And she lives in California, but I got to see the baby, you know. Yeah. And uh, you can even get a lot of great information, you know, update, <laughs> you know, up-to-the-minute information. But don't fool yourself, all right? There are dangers. It can consume you. It can take your family down some dark paths, and y'all don't want that to happen. Put the phone down. Set some rules. Protect yourself and protect your family, all right? Have fun, but be on guard. Protect yourself. All right, I think it's time for some airmail. Airmail. <laughs> All right, we got a we got some uh, got email from Jackie. It says so. You mentioned God can't go against His nature, but that He also created nature. So has there always been nature, uh, like there has always been God, or was nature created? And if Jonathan asks, yes, I am that Jackie. So Jackie's a friend of mine. Um, and that's an interesting point he brought up about our last podcast, our, our, our last full one, talking about supernatural God. Um, I think what we should have done, it was said, instead of he can't go against his nature, I think we should have used the word character right. there instead of nature. Um, stinking English language that can words can mean all kinds of different things. I know. But yeah, that's a good, that was a good point. Glad you brought that up, Jackie. Um, I've, I've gotten shot by many a paintball Coming out of Jackie's paintball gun back in the day. I'm going to say it's because he's that good at it, not just because you're an easy target. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shucks, we have to be moving on. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we're going to keep airmail short and sweet this week just because we kept kept you all quite a while already. Uh, But we want to end with this. Uh, This is a special announcement just to the listeners of the podcast. Only to you. Only to you. We're not going to share this on social media at all. Um, what we're going to do is we have just recently hit 500 downloads of our podcast. That's big time. John, that is, right? That's, that's pretty good. good. Come we, on. Are, we are excited about that. And, and we hope uh, we just, well, first of all, thank you for listening and, and for sharing. I mean, it's awesome because y'all are sharing things and we can see people going back and, and listening to old episodes. So thank you for that. So what we're going to do is we wanted to do a little special giveaway. We're going to give away a $20 gift card to starbucks okay we're going to tell you what we want you to do with it here in just a minute but here's the rules of the contest when this thing is when this podcast drops you're going to have two weeks all right to go onto facebook and you're going to share the post of episode seven seven. so this episode find episode seven and share the post yeah we'll, we'll make that post like we always do you share it now you all yeah that's all you got to do and, yeah, and you're it. and you're entered into it. Um, if you're not on Facebook, we wanted you to be included too. So all we're asking you to do is just share it. However you share it. It can be word of mouth, tell a friend, uh, but we're not going to know that unless you tell us. So send us an email at landtheplanetoday at gmail.com and let us know how you shared it. And when you do that, we'll also put you into the drawing for the prize. It's 20, right. yeah. $20 gift card to Starbucks. Why? Why Starbucks? Because in Benita's original question for this, her thoughts for this this show, she said, why don't people just go to the coffee shop and sit down and talk anymore? So we are giving you the ability to do that on us. 
pick somebody. We want you to pick a friend. Yeah, pick, pick at least stranger. one friend, maybe two. Yeah, and take, take them, them to Starbucks. You can at least get a cup and a half of coffee for like twenty <laughs> bucks. I don't know, <laughs> but but go there, get everybody some coffee, have some good old fashioned conversation, conversation, one on one conversation, and put the phones down. Leave them in your pocket. That's right. We do it old school, Jonathan. I'm tired. Uh, yes, I'm ready for you to leave. <laughs> it's, it's time to go to bed. So I guess this is a uh, good night for us. All right. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you later. Bye.